the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Prayer is always the answer. Prayer always opens our ears to the voice of God. Prayer always opens our eyes to see the blessing of the Lord. Once again, welcome to The Healing Word, a ministry of the Largo Community Church. On today's program, Pastor Morris is going to explore the subject of making the bitter things in our lives sweet as we venture back to the Old Testament and the story of Moses making the bitter waters sweet. Let's go to an introduction of the message, The Bitter Made Sweet. I'm so happy to have you here today because God has a blessing for you. If there's something going on in your life that is destructive, that's hurting you, uh, putting a bad taste in your mouth, spiritually speaking, friend, listen to this message. God can bring sweetness. He will bring sweetness. The Scripture tells us that Moses got a revelation from God. He took the tree. He put it in the water, and the bitter water became sweet. Today we're going to Calvary, and watch what happens to you, to me, to all who will believe. Friend, sweetness comes into your life today. You you just have to hear this message. I'm not going to preach it now. Let's go into the sanctuary, hear the message, and know this, that God cares for you, He loves you, and He brings joy, happiness, and sweetness to your life. The bitter made sweet. Now today's message is going to take us from the land of Egypt all the way to a place called Mara, where there is bitter water. Today, we're going to hear the word of God. Let the Holy Spirit, who breathed it in the beginning, and men of old wrote as they were listening to the Holy Spirit, let us take this word and let it come into our hearts where the confusion will go, the bitterness will go, healing will come, blessing will come, you will be greatly blessed of the Lord because of the Word. The Word is the Word of God, and God has the answer for everything. God has the answer. So let's look at it, study it, open our hearts, hear and receive. You know, there are going to be bitter experiences in life, really bitter experiences. But God can turn bitterness into sweetness. You know, that's what I'm getting out of this passage that I've been reading, that God can turn bitterness into sweetness. He can turn sorrow into gladness. He can turn water into wine. You know, my God can do anything. And whatever the need is, He can fix it. Remember we sang last week, I've got confidence. Jesus is going to see me through. Whatever the case may be, I know he's going to fix it for me. You don't remember that? Oh, you do remember that. 
Well, it's true. And you know it because he's been fixing us all along the way. And there's going to be some fixing done today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to do it. Well, let's begin. God leads the children of Israel, these Israelites, out of Egypt. And what a miracle that was to get those people free after 400 years. Have you been waiting on a prayer answer for a while? (laughs) 400 years of bondage and slavery. You see, it all started when Jacob and about 70 of his families left the land of Canaan Now, they were in the land of Canaan. They were in the land of milk and honey. They were already there. God had promised that land to Abraham. And Abraham's people, posterity, was already living there. But there came a great famine in the land. Joseph was in Egypt as the prime minister, the son of Jacob. And Jacob brought his family down into Egypt so that they wouldn't starve to death up in Canaan. So when they were going back to Canaan, they were only going back to where they started from. They had already lived there. It was their land. They left it temporarily. Well, 400 years, if you can call that temporarily. But they were just going back to what was already theirs in the very beginning. And they left Egypt under the mighty hand of God. It took 10 plagues to change Pharaoh's mind to allow the people of God to go free. He wasn't about to let them go free until the death angel came through the land and every person that didn't have the blood of the lamb on their doorpost, every family, the firstborn of every family died. You friend, no friends, listen to me now. We don't fool with God's word. We don't tinker with it and we don't change it and we don't Like people have told me, Pastor, we're living in a new society. It may be a new society, but it's a wicked day, a sinful day. But the Word of God brings light, help, and healing, and it never changes. But when we begin to tinker with the Word of God, we might find ourselves in a place where we don't want to be. Well, that's exactly what happened to the Egyptians. Pharaoh was using the people of God in slave labor. It was forced labor. And the Egyptians were growing rich off of all of this free labor. He didn't want to let them go. But they were let go, the last plague being the blood of the lamb. They were freed by blood. You and I, the same thing. The blood of the cross. You are a Christian. We're believers in the Lord. We have the hope of this life and heaven to come. All because of blood. It's the blood that set us free from sin. And the blood of Jesus still prevails over everything that is wrong and ugly in our lives and in this world. Well, he let them go. And they, they started a journey about Two million. It was over two million of them. There was only about 70 of them, the Israelites, uh, that went down into Egypt. But after 400 years, there was about over two million that came up out of Egypt. And they were happy. Can you imagine how happy they must have been? They were free. They were free. No longer in bondage. You know, the the Lord knows how to set people free. He does. He really does. He makes us free in him. 
Well, they were on their way home to the land that Jacob came from. Now, by the way, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. That's where the word Israel comes from. And then all of his children were called Israel or Israelites. So Jacob and his uh, family came down into Egypt, and now all of his children are leaving Egypt, headed for the promised land. They got as far as the Red Sea. I can only imagine when they got to the Red Sea, they, they wondered, where do we go from here? Well, something happened in Pharaoh's mind. He began to realize what he had done. He had released all of these slaves, over two million of them, and now Egypt's going to have to do their own laboring. All of this economic advance is gone with those people. So he marshaled his armies together, the greatest army on the face of the earth at that time, the most well-trained army, and he led that army. He said, we're going to go get them and bring them back. Now listen to me, friends. God has saved you and me from some, some very terrible things. He has saved us from sin. But there's an enemy out there that wants to bring us back into those same habits, into that same situation that God saved us from. No, friend, we're going to battle sin and Satan as long as we're here. And he doesn't like you being a free person. He doesn't like that. He wants to disturb your thoughts. He wants to disturb your, your family relationships. He, he wants to disturb your finances. The, the devil wants you miserable again. He wants you in bondage. He wants you sad and depressed again. And he's going to come after you just like Pharaoh went after the people of Israel. We hope that today's message is a blessing and is building your faith in God. We will return for the conclusion, following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock. And a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. Well, here's Israel. They're stuck. On either side of them were mountains. The children couldn't make those mountains and the elderly people. They knew they couldn't go to the right or to the left. In front of them was the Red Sea, and behind them, Pharaoh and his armies. What are they going to do? <clears throat> Did you ever find yourself in a tight place? Okay. okay, those of you who are saying yes, and those of you who are thinking yes... <laughs> keep your attention on me right now so they cried out to Moses what are we going to do Moses said stand still and see the salvation of the Lord God has an answer for everything can you say amen I know right now there's some people that already told me that they're discouraged right now this morning they've, they've told me that 
Well, friend, you're in the right place. You're in the house of God, and God has an answer. He's got a way. He makes a way where there is no way. He deals with the impossible. He turns it around, makes it possible. God can do it, and there's going to be some encouraged people, some blessed people because of the Word of God, because of the Lord. Moses said, just stand still. Don't get excited. Don't, don't get down. We're not going to the right or to the left. We're certainly not going to go back to where we came from. God delivered us. We're going ahead. But ahead is the Red Sea. But God did a miracle. You know, God does miracles. He performed a miracle. Well, this was the second miracle. The first miracle was changing Pharaoh's mind and getting those people out of Egypt. The second miracle was when God opened the Red Sea and the people of God crossed over. Now, that was an impossible miracle. Obviously, an impossible thing. Well, I don't know what was going on in Pharaoh's mind, but that poor fella, he thought the miracle must have been for him. So he goes into the Red Sea also. <laughs> Look out, devil. Satan's going to stop your head. <laughs> and the waters came crushing down, and Pharaoh's armies were all, all of them perished. Well, what a wonderful time of victory God's people had when they got on the other side. There was shouting and dancing and worshiping. It was beautiful. Again, God always makes a way where there is no way, provided we look to him and put our faith in him, we trust in him. He's going to see us through. Now, here, here comes the crunch. God led Israel into the desert after they got on the other side of the Red Sea, after they had their worship celebration, God led them into the desert. Now say that with me. God led Israel into the desert. Okay, you see it on the screen. I want you to keep it in mind. God led them there. Three days without water. Three days. Now I'm told that a person can live about three minutes without air. That somebody can live about three weeks without food. But a person can only live about three days without water. How many days were they in the wilderness without water? Three days. Their throat was quenched. Their lips were blistered and breaking. These people were on the verge of perishing. Again, they could have perished under Pharaoh's army that came after them. Three days. Now they're looking for water. They need help. They need help. Somebody here need help this morning? Okay. God's here to do the job that you need to be having done. Three days without water. Now, here, here's the part. Here's the crunch. God led them three days without water, and they were perishing. There was a pillar of fire that led them by night. There was a pillar of of a cloud that led them by day. They were where they are in that miserable condition because God led them there. Now, friend, somehow we, we seem to think, if God is leading me, I'm going to be on tiptoe. Everything's going to be beautiful. Everything's going to be wonderful because that's how God leads. God led them into that state that was close to death, perishing. They wanted water. They needed water. The children needed water. The livestock needed water. The elderly people needed water. Everybody needed water. Three days. Three days. 
And then, lo and behold, they found water. I imagine when the scout came back and said, water up ahead. I can imagine they, woo, water up ahead. How happy they were when they got there. They couldn't drink it. You talk about a letdown and a disappointment. Why give us water and it doesn't do us any good at all? What an answer to prayer that is. I've got your attention now, don't I? Yeah. The Lord is leading, but he may not be leading in the way that you think he should be leading. You may think, Lord, if this is you, why the trouble? Why the difficulty? Why the problems? Why am I experiencing what I am experiencing? If you're leading, why don't don't you lead me somewhere nice, beautiful, where there's a lot of money, a lot of friendship, (laughs) a lot of good feelings? I'm not feeling good, Lord. Well, friend, wait a minute. Stand still. Trust the God of your salvation. He is leading you. So the question could have been, Pastor Moses, you call this the will of God? It would have been better if we'd have died in Egypt. This this is death staring us right in the face. We're going to die out here. And you call this the will of God? Friend, listen to me. If you're a child of God, whatever happens, whatever is taking place... Trust the Lord, believe the Lord, and He's going to bring you through. Don't grumble about it. Don't grumble about it. Don't grumble to your wife. Don't grumble to your spouse. Don't grumble to anybody. Don't grumble to your, your, that, that small clique of friends that you have. Don't grumble. Don't grumble. If you're a child of God and you have faith in God, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not said. Anybody can grumble. You don't have to be a Christian believer to grumble. And those people grumbled. They started grumbling. You know why God? some things come? God wants to let you know what you've got inside you. You didn't know it was there. I heard this illustration many years ago. An old preacher was preaching. And he said, he used a farm illustration. He said, the guy goes out and he milks the cow. The bucket is full of milk all the way up to the brim. He's walking toward the house with that bucket of milk and a big shepherd dog that just loved him to death come <laughs> running out. And it just jumped up on him, two paws on his shoulder. And the old man shook and, and the milk just slopped out all over the place. Do you know why milk slopped out? Because the bucket was full of milk. Do you know why grumbling slops out? When you're jostled a little bit, something shakes you up. Why? Because you're full of grumbling. You didn't know that. But now you know that. God wants you to be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit of love, the Spirit of rejoicing, the Spirit of Jesus. (laughs) Well, the scout comes back and tells the people of Israel, hey, there's water up ahead. Well, they all, over two million people went up ahead. They got to the water. They tasted it. It was terrible. Bitter water. Now, water in the desert that oozes up through the sand is always bitter. We're going to read later on in another sermon about water that came out of the rock. That was sweet water. But water that oozes up from the sand takes the nutrients and elements of that sand and embitters that water that they can't even drink it. 
and they couldn't drink it. What a letdown. I thought God answered prayer. I thought God had delivered us. He had brought us to water. What's going on, God? What's going on? And the water was bitter. Now, what happened? And I'm going to have to close now. God showed Moses a tree. But he didn't show him the tree until he prayed. But when he prayed, his eyes were open. And he saw things that he had never seen before. He saw a tree. Now, in the NIV, it says he saw a piece of wood. Uh, but in the King James, the New King James, it said he saw a tree. Well, a tree is wood, and wood comes from a tree. But that tree, listen, listen, friend, listen. That tree had been there all the time, and he didn't see it. He didn't see it. That tree, no doubt, was growing even before Moses was born. Because God knew that the people of Israel were going to get there. He knew that Moses was going to cry out. And God had already prepared an answer. <laughs> the answer was already prepared. Oh, I want to tell you again, friend, you've got an answer. The answer is already prepared. God is just waiting with anxious heart to give you that blessing and to make it work and to see you through. God came through. He prayed and he saw that tree, and God says, that's your answer. That's it. Prayer is always the answer. Prayer always opens our ears to the voice of God. Prayer always opens our eyes to see the blessing of the Lord. But grumbling will blind us, stop our ears, make us shut down spiritually. Oh, we're still saved, but it's just not quite as nice as it used to be. That tree had been growing for a long time. God knew that trouble was up ahead. That tree is the tree of Calvary in the New Testament. Grace is the axe that fell that tree. That tree was then erected again on the hill called Calvary. Christ is the answer. Jesus took every sorrow, every pain, every confusion, every hurt, Every disappointment, everything that has come against you, on that cross, it was put on him. Friend, when you pray, your eyes are going to be open, and you're going to see things differently. Yeah, you're even going to talk differently. You'll worship differently. And finally, finally, that that took away your joy, that grumbling, it'll come back. But it won't come back quickly. It won't come back quickly, but it will come back. The tree of Calvary. He took our burdens, our sorrows. He took it all on the tree. Friend, how many of us have ever been honest enough to say, God, I've used some bad language, some bad words. I've thought some evil thoughts, but you tell him what those evil thoughts are. I have grumbled against my brother. I have complained about this. Friend, you tell him and you be honest. If you don't, let me tell you, in all honesty, before the Lord Almighty, if you don't open up and tell him exactly what it is and name it, even the person you've grumbled against, at least give God their first name. He already knows the last name. If you don't, it won't go. You can't say, Lord, I haven't been feeling well, and I've had a bad, or a bad experience. Will you deliver me? No, it's not going to happen. It won't go away. It will not go away. 
I'm your pastor to speak the truth to you. But if you tell the Lord in detail, not broad strokes, but fine strokes, detail it, detail it, detail it to the Lord. And watch the miracle working power of God go to work for you and for me and for all who need that help that only God can give. We sincerely hope that the message you heard today, The Bitter Made Sweet, has blessed you and strengthened your faith in God. As we conclude today's program, here is Pastor Morris. Hello, friend. I'm inviting you to watch the streaming of the Largo Community Church worship service at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Go to the church website, www.largocc.org. That's Largo, L-A-R-G-O-C-C and click on Watch Live. It's in the upper right corner of the homepage of the website. The Word of God will be a blessing to you. It is the healing word, bringing healing to the soul, to the psychic, to your body, to your mind, to your emotions, to any conflict. It's the healing word of God. Be blessed, be abundantly blessed. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.